Welcome to It Is What It Is, or Is It? I'm your host, Kay Francis, a licensed marriage and family therapist from Knoxville. I'm the author and creator of The It's It's, a children's book series, and my podcast topics will draw from my 40 years of experience in the fields of psychology and business. That includes executive coaching, training, and online program development. Good morning, everyone. I wish I could know all of you and know where you're at. It would be so much fun. And I would love to have comments because it really, it actually helps me in the topics. So if you ever have a chance to write a one-line comment, it would be great. So today we're going to talk about discernment. If ever there was a time that we needed some light to shine on us individually and our nation as a whole, it's now. It's not just the pandemics, the earthquakes, the fires, the floods, and all those other types of disasters. It's the hate, the killings, the deaths, the lack of respect and compassion, and our biases and prejudices that are dividing us and creating indifference and lack of concern for one another. Today's podcast came to me when I thought of how critical it is to understand the true meaning of discernment and how to apply it to our lives. Here are a couple of definitions of discernment. Wikipedia states that discernment is the ability to perceive, understand, and judge things clearly, especially those that are not obvious or straightforward. Think about that. Webster's Dictionary states that discernment is seeing and understanding clearly and intelligently, such as a discerning critic, also described as distinguishing, seeing, discovering, knowing, judging, and as an adjective, having the power to discern, capable of seeing, discriminating, knowing, and judging, being sharp-sighted, acute, such as a discerning man or woman's mind. During my research, I discovered that in the Bible, are you ready for this? The word discernment is mentioned 64 times. That's a lot of times. And why is that? Well, Christianity teaches the importance of discernment because it relates to God's desire for us to experience what is good in life. The good he wants for us is why when Jesus left this earth, he left each of us with the gift of the Holy Spirit, which may also be described as the connection and the bond between us and God. This gift supports and helps us to be discerning for our own protection, for greater wisdom against evil or betrayal, poor decision-making, and other elements that are potentially harmful to us. To pray for wisdom, which comes with discernment, is acknowledging that you understand how critical it is to become a discerning person. If you are not a Christian, don't let that stop you from understanding that what you call a gut feeling or intuition is not much different than what a Christian calls the Holy Spirit. There's a difference, but we'll leave it at that for now. Therefore, This gift is also granted to you, non-Christian, whether you acknowledge it or not. Regardless of your religious or non-religious beliefs, it's a part of your inner self. The word discernment used in Psalm 119.66 means taste. It is the ability to make discriminating judgments, to distinguish between and recognize the moral implications of different situations and courses of action. What a wonderful gift. I further searched in the Bible and I came across what I thought was powerful, and I want to share this with you. Before the Bible verse, though, it states four definitions of discernment. The first one was the definition to examine. 
The second definition was to prove, the third definition to test, and the fourth definition to scrutinize. You see how all of these different definitions, be it the Bible, the dictionary, Wikipedia, or whatever, all seem to run very much overlapping each other. The Bible says in Luke 12, chapter 54 through 56, and I'm going to simplify a couple of the words. And Jesus said also to the people, when you see a cloud rise out of the west, straight away you say, there cometh a shower, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say, there will be heat, and so it cometh to pass. But you hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it that you do not discern the time. Why do I think that's powerful? Because we need to be in the present more. You've heard many thoughts of mine on that particular subject because it's what we're doing today. We can't go back and change tomorrow. That's like an old newspaper. And we can't move forward until tomorrow. But we have today. And being able to discern what's going on with others and see what's not so obvious could be very much a protection for you. So in the present time, more than in the past, we are faced with great distractions, greed, and chaos. We find that we are living among many forces that are tempting us to be neutral, to ignore right from wrong, to disregard compassionate choices, or to no longer have the desire to do the right thing morally. Men and women come into my office daily now, and they're stressed, depressed, fearful, and distrustful of those who are supposed to be working for the betterment of everyone, those in power. Many younger people tell me there is nothing out there for them. There is nothing good to aspire to. That's sad because I still see a lot of good, and I hope you do too. And I do think there's things to aspire to, but I also can understand how they feel with what supposedly our leadership is modeling for us. So the reason I thought that particular scripture from Luke was so powerful is what could be a better time to consider what discernment is all about and what it means for you. It is not a word to be ignored because you deserve to feel safe, to have your voice heard, and to trust that your children will be safe. However, it will require that we begin understanding discerning on a deeper level rather than ignoring how discernment works in our lives and wanting to develop it for ourselves. You may already have it, or you may think you have it, but you don't. You don't because you don't practice it. So consider it as something important to your life. It's another one of those personality traits that build contentment, success stories, and let you move forward with confidence. As the renowned Stephen Covey puts it, wisdom is your perspective in life, your sense of balance, your understanding how the various parts and principles apply and relate to each other. It embraces, now listen to this, judgment, discernment, and comprehension. It is the gestalt of oneself and integrated wholeness. For those of you who have not heard of Stephen Covey, unfortunately, he passed away in 2012. He was an educator author, trainer, and keynote and guest speaker for businesses, including Fortune 200s and 500 companies. His most famous book, and now you're going to remember who he is, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I recommend this book for anyone in business, whether the business be large or small. And hey, entrepreneurs, you could get something out of this as well. Notice the statement that Covey wrote, which I quoted. He lists discernment. So from the Bible to secular, 
to business, discernment is essential to everyone's life. Unfortunately, many do not describe to its value or its importance or its power. It is said that there are three types of discernment. In the case of judgment, discernment can be psychological, moral, or aesthetic in nature. Discernment has also been defined in this context, scientific, discerning what is true about the real world. Then there's normative, discerning value, including what ought to be. And last, formal, which is deductive reasoning. So today I have a little challenge for you. Give thought to the word discernment and ask yourself the following questions. You may have to go back over the podcast because I have 10 of them, (laughs) 10 questions. What is my definition of discernment? What do I understand about how it works for me? Do I believe I have and apply discernment in my life? Do I see the benefits of being a discerning person? Do I understand that using good judgment requires discernment, which involves my patience for positive outcomes? Do I trust that to be discerning is always in my best interest? Do I see the vast difference between having good judgment versus being judgmental? Do I accept that being a discerning person may require saying no when I actually would like to say yes? Do I accept that being a discerning person may require saying yes when I want to say no? Do I believe that it's worth my time to explore and develop into a discerning person? Is exploring this word so that I can understand the depth of everything it means to me something that I would put on my priority list? I love how one person described the difference between discernment and discerning. It went like this. Discerning is a value neutral process where we separate out that which is discovered. Discernment is like panning in a river. We pull out many things from the living waters and look and sort. We may think we are only looking for gold, but when we sort things out, we may discover other beautiful things. How many men and women have jumped into marriage or a business without taking the time or patience to be discerning? The package looked great, The time was right in their life to marry or go into business, and they jumped in only to find that this wasn't exactly the right partner in a marriage or in a business. Did they look at themselves and ask themselves why that happened to them? No, no. They rationalized away their lack of discernment. So will they possibly make more mistakes? The simple answer is yes, because they ignored what they should have learned, and that was the patience to discover. One excellent and last example of discernment was when two men asked for a session with me to determine if their desire to become partners in a business was a good move for them. Was it in the best interest for each of them? That session turned into three sessions, and the outcome was not a decision on their part that a partnership was not a good move. When asked critical questions during these sessions, it became apparent that these men were worlds apart in their vision for the business. The time and money they spent to be discerning saved them much aggravation, frustration, and friendship. Just like interviewing someone for the job, a good recruiter asks questions. They explore, they investigate, they listen attentively to discern the best client. So my listeners, 
Please give the simple word discernment your full attention. Rather than being hasty, accept the help and integrity that it adds to your personality. Accept that it is a positive and powerful tool rather than a stumbling block. Just think about it for yourself. That ability to be able to look for what is not necessarily obvious is pretty darn powerful. So next week, our podcast will be another surprise. It takes specific guidance from my Holy Spirit before I jump in. But again, I remind you that I'm open to suggestions for topics. Just email me. I want to leave you with one last thought. Be confident that you can be a discerning individual and add more substance and less stress to your life. Have a great two weeks. If you would like to submit a question or suggestion of a topic, you can email me at capital K, capital F, R is in red, A is in apple, and N is in Nancy, M is in Mary, A is in apple, the number one, at gmail.com. And I'll do my best to answer as many questions as possible, and I'll also try to consider your topic. Have a safe and blessed week, and remember to be proud of who you are. <laughs>